right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday, January the 10th. You're waking up with uh, temperatures well below freezing this morning. (laughs) So, hello, January. You want to wake up and walk outside and feel uh, like you could be frostbitten within moments? (laughs) Yes. Go out there today like that. Because, again, temperatures mid to upper 20s across the natural state this morning. The big topic in the world is the passing, the surprise passing of Bob Saget. So sad. So Danny Tanner from the uh, the TV show Full House, and he was on America's Funniest Home Videos as well. Uh, it was one of those moments last night when the word came out that, that my wife said, oh my gosh, Bob Saget died. Mm-hmm. And then you automatically go and look to see if it's true. Like maybe somebody read something on Facebook that wasn't true, and then you found out Wow, it really was true. Yeah, then I refreshed my phone on Instagram, and it seems like every single person that we know that had some type of relationship with him has already made a post. And I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness. Really, really sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. We have some of those tributes. Uh, we'll read those, especially from the Full House members. Uh, we'll have that coming up on the show this morning. So again, today is Monday, January the 10th of 2022. It's National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Hmm. So... Yeah, so Some people probably really do need to do that. It's really easy to have a messy desk. <laughs> it's also National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. Ugh. It's Cut Your Energy Cost Day. <laughs> it's Save the Eagles Day. Okay. And also it's National Houseplant Appreciation Day. Oh, man. Don't give me a houseplant. You're not good? No, I'll kill it. Really? Yeah. No, it's, it's, I had a friend give me one one time. Oh, this is the easiest one to take care of. It's going to be fine. It looks great. Blah, blah, blah. You barely have to do anything. Yeah. It died. Really? I'm just not good at the house plant thing, but I love people's houses that have real plants and they're, that's so pretty. Yeah, but not exactly your thing. Mm -mm. National House Plant Appreciation Day, if you're looking for something to celebrate. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1995. And Joe Diffie had the number one song in country music on this day. I never have to wait in line at the popcorn stand Cause there's something women like about a pickup man You can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill And I still wouldn't trade it for a good deal I got an eight-foot bed that never has to be made You know, if it weren't for trucks, it wouldn't have tailgates I met all my wives in these traffic jams are just something women like about a pickup man 27 years ago today this song right here pickup man by joe diffie the number one song in country music in 95 it's hard to believe it was 27 years ago already what the heck a bucket of rust or a brand new machine once around the block and you'll know what i mean Set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill And I still wouldn't trade it for a Coombeville I got an eight-foot bed that never has to be made You know, if it weren't for trucks, we wouldn't have tailgates I met all my wives in traffic jams are just something women like about a pickup man Yeah, there's something women like about a pickup man Joe Diffie for you. Go get your truck. I'm in big trucks. Is that why you got yours? Dang right. (laughs) It's Joe Diffie and Pickup Man. It was number one on this day in 1995. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
All right, here we go. Monday morning, January the 10th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip today on The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. All right, so The Rock has done something really cool, and he often does things for his fans. It's really cool, right? Uh, So The Rock had heard about a five-year-old who was battling um, an inoperable type of brain tumor, right? So the kid's name is Jet, and The Rock got off the set of his television show and uh, FaceTimed with Jet and his family. Mm -hmm. It was really sweet, and uh, The Rock gets very emotional toward the end of this because, I mean, you know, you look at a kid five years old, who's going through these struggles. Uh, here's part of the FaceTime call with The Rock and young Jet. Jet, I want you to know, buddy, it's so good meeting you. I've heard so much about you, and I've heard the most amazing things about you. And I, I honestly, it's the best part of my day. I was working today, and I was I'm making a television show. It's called Young Rock, and I could not wait to see you and talk to you and finally meet you i've heard so much about you i mean this is look it just goes on and on and on there's all this amazing stuff here about you and truly this makes my day and thank you so much for even giving me the time to say hello to you and meet you what's really sweet is uh, as you watch through this and the rock's family or uh, jet's family starts talking to the rock he gets very emotional And he says normally he has his stuff together during these types of things and wants to be all strong and tough in the moment. But he said, when you look at a kid and his family, and you know what they're going through, it broke his heart. And he said, uh, at one point he was too emotional to speak. And he said, all I could muster was, I'm sorry. If you want to watch the video for yourself, it's up on Instagram. Just search The Rock. Got you gossip today on The Weekend. There have been rumors for months now that The Weeknd and Angelina Jolie are dating, and it seemed like the story had kind of died down a little bit until now. The Weeknd has a couple of songs off of his new album that are bringing back the Angelina rumors. Okay, so let's look at the lyrics, and then you can decide what you think. Let's dive in. All right, in the song, Here We Go Again, he says, quote, my new girl, she a movie star. And as we know... Angelina is a movie star. Now, in the song Starry Eyes, The Weeknd sings, quote, I only met you in my dreams before when I was young and alone in the world. And now you're my reality and I want to feel you close, but you're defeated, baby. So there's some that think that The Weeknd is referencing the 15 year age gap. Okay. Um, And then the lyrics continue with, quote, broken, hurting, suffering from a shattered soul. You weren't touched by a man in so long because the last time it was way too strong. And of course, here, The weekend seems to be referencing her public divorce with Brad Pitt. So the only person Angelina has been spotted with since Brad was a real estate agent back in 2018. So based on several songs on The weekend's newest album, it does look as if he's. it's been confirmed. He's confirmed The weekend is dating Angelina Jolie. All right. That's, that's one that's kind of like, wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's news out today, a little more news on the passing of Bob Saget. So Bob Saget died at the age of 65. Of course, he was Danny Tanner from Full House. You think about that television show. You think about Fuller House where they brought the whole cast back for the most part, except for the Olsen twins. And that was such a feel-good show for me because I enjoyed Full House. 
Um, of course, so Bob Saget was also the host of America's Funniest Home Videos. The wild thing is, is he was on tour. He was doing his stand-up tour, and he had performed on Saturday night in uh, Jacksonville and even tweeted about how great mm-hmm. the show was, how much he enjoyed it. And then Bob Saget was found dead in his hotel room in Orlando, again, at the age of 65. There's no word on the cause of death at this point. No signs of foul play or drug use, but, um, you know, the housekeeping crew found him in the room. Uh, John Stamos, Uncle Jesse said, I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete and utter shock. I will never, ever have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bobby. Uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, Michelle Tanner, they released a statement that said, Bob was the most loving, compassionate, and generous man. We are deeply sad that he's no longer with us, but know that he will continue to be by our side to guide us gracefully as he always has. Uh, Candace Cameron Bure says, I don't know what to say. I have no words. Bob was one of the best human beings I've ever known in my life. I loved him so much. And Dave Coulier, who was Uncle Joey, said, my heart is broken. I love you, Bob. Your forever brother, Dave. So again, Bob Saget has passed away at the age of 65, but leaves behind so many memories. Like you can just picture him in that house with Full House. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Saget has passed away at the age of 65, and our thoughts go out to his family, his friends, and his fans. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So did you have a chance at any point over the weekend to kind of just sit back and, and chill and do nothing? Um, yes, I did have a chance. How was it? Um, it was good, but I, I'm just one of those people that I, I felt like, uh, and I did, I forced myself to sit on my couch and watch TV, like do nothing. Yeah. And it didn't last for very long because I keep like, I can't, I couldn't, uh, I felt like I needed to do stuff. It's almost like you get so used to the rhythm of go, go, go that on the weekends you don't know how to like de-stress. Yes, exactly. So, and this is why I bring it up because uh, there was a poll done talking to Americans about whether they feel guilty about taking time to do nothing. Like, a day to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I love those kind of days. And I would tell you I love those kind of days, but my wife would tell you I get bored out of my mind. I and that. I'll tell you why I think it happens like that. Because she can't enjoy days like that normally. Like oh. she always has to have something and likes to be going and yeah. doing. And I'm the type that can just sit there and, and watch football all day. And she'd probably tell you that's what I did mm-hmm. all day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So here's what it looks like. Uh, according to a poll... Most Americans don't feel too bad about having those days where they don't do anything. They say about 42% of people feel guilty, whereas 58% say, no, they feel good because they believe they deserve the time off. And I guarantee you, with the way our lives are, Mm -hmm. we do deserve it, even if we feel like we're unworthy. 
They say the older we are, uh, the less likely we're going to feel guilty about having time to sit around and do nothing. And like if you see so like grandparents, they, got, <laughs> they never have anything to do. <laughs> right. They're begging people just to call. Right. Oh, gosh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I do. Like they're just waiting for something to happen. That's why they drive so slow. They're in no hurry to get anywhere. But it is crazy, though, because that's what we do. Like I, my house was clean. I didn't need to clean my house, but there was stuff that I could have done. That would have been made my day more productive. But yeah, I, I, I didn't do it. But it bothered like, I'm me. I'm going to go rearrange the pantry. Right. Like or something organized. that really doesn't have to be done. Correct. But but you all, I always do feel like I need to be doing something. So do you think on a two-day weekend, we should have one day which is the completely do-nothing day and one day which is like knock stuff out? I think it's healthy. I really do. And I think there's a lot of people that, that like you said, we don't feel like we deserve it. We're like, we've got kids. We've got to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm the only one that's going to do this. I have to do it. Right. But we also have to take care of ourselves and make that moment for ourselves so we can decompress and be able to take care of everybody else. Boom. And that's so important right there. But a lot of people, uh, 42% of people feel guilty if they sit around and do nothing. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'm just going to tell you, we all say, oh, I wish it was quiet. We need silence. I wish it was more quiet around here. And you say that and you think that until the power goes out. Oh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you realize you don't really want silence. You want the hum of the refrigerator yeah. and light bulbs going and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. We had an issue in the middle of the day where I'm not exactly sure what caused the power issue, but like our whole neighborhood goes dark and it's not dark as far as like you know at night it's like one or two in the afternoon but everything goes silent and we look around thinking it's going to be a quick little blink like oh there's a, you know something got overloaded and boom it's going to all come back up and about five minutes later we realize it wasn't coming back up real fast Ooh. so then the text messages start coming from the neighbors hey is your power out just making sure that my power you know there's not yeah. something wrong with our fuse box we sat there for about 20 minutes in silence, looking at each other. And everybody gets up and they, they walk into a room like you're going to go to the bathroom. You, you go to turn the light on. It doesn't come on. Yeah. You go to the fridge. Yeah. There's no fridge light. How quick did your son... All right, so he normally he's up in that bonus room, right? Yeah. Uh, so when the power went off, I'm going to assume he was on his computer. How quick... Oh. Did, when the power went off, how quick did he make it down the stairs? Oh, quick. Seconds. <laughs> Immediate. Dude, everything <laughs> shut off. And I'm like, Kai, you're sick. Calm down. Right. Um, and then what happens is, is like you start looking around, like, what do you even do? Right. Because so much of what we do is based on technology and electricity, the, yeah. the internet yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Our power was out for about, I don't know, two hours, two and a half hours. And Kai, you know, he's, he's been kind of sick for the last number of days. Um, he wasn't really feeling his best, but then he gets amped up because it's quiet. And I'm like, let's just get out and drive. Yeah. Because at that point, we can just get in the truck and go somewhere. So he and I go and we pick up some food and we were going to get ice cream. You ever have one of those moments where you go through a drive through and you're going to get like the ice cream and then you see something else and you're like, I'm going a completely different direction. Uh, yeah. So I was going to get the big ice cream with the candy in it and uh, saw the chili cheese fries. Oh, no, I never do that. If I'm going to pick a sweet over something else, no, I don't pick chili cheese fries over ice cream. No, no. these chili cheese oh, fries are the bomb. Okay. So then Kai's like, Dad, I think I want some of those too. So we end up getting uh, two things of chili cheese fries and we get back home and then there's the issue. Because again, it's silent. 
And now, a man who has misophonia, <gasps> which is I hate to hear mouth noises and sounds like that, in silence, it's me and Kai. And he says, Dad, this was a bad idea because he knows I hate it. <laughs> Did you make him go to his own room? No. I said, Kai, it's fine. Just go ahead and eat. Even though in my mind, I'm like, you can hear every every mouth noise uh-huh. and every bite of every fry. Uh-huh. Every breath. With, uh, yes, yes. I know. And Because we're both, we're all congested right now, yeah. right? Oh, that's even worse. So then you're eating and you can't breathe and your mouth breathing and you have food going every which direction. Yeah, that's... So when the power finally goes back on, when it finally comes back on, it's glorious. It's a celebration. And you're like, this is the greatest moment ever. And Kai was mad at the power company. And I did my Eric Birch on him because he's like, I can't believe they're off. Why can't they get it fixed? And I said, Kai, here's what we need to think about. Think about most mornings we wake up and we don't have to worry about the power. No. It's on 99.9% of the time. Right. We get to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So let's not be mad in this moment right now. It's a good lesson. And I felt so good about myself for thinking Did like you? that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm bragging about it. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 41-year-old woman in Houston, Texas named Sarah was worried that her 13-year-old son had contracted COVID-19. So she stuffed him in the trunk of her car and drove him to the testing site. Oh, good idea, right? So when she got there, she admitted that the kid was in her trunk and she told health officials that she didn't want to catch it. But yeah. naturally, they were concerned and told her that they couldn't do anything until he was placed in the back seat. Well, security footage shows her letting him out and putting him in the back seat. Now, it's unclear if he was cool with being in the trunk. Uh, but by the way, it's illegal either way, even if he was cool with it. It's illegal. Yeah, you can't just you know put you, your kid in there because they could roll around every time you hit the brakes and everything. Right. Well, Sarah was charged with felony child endangerment, and a warrant is out for her arrest. The son had apparently tested positive at home, and Sarah was mm. taking him to the site for additional testing. And get this. The testing site was run by a school district, and Sarah was a teacher at that school district. No, she's not a teacher. She no, is. she's not. Yes. Oh. She's now on administrative leave. You think? <laughs> but speaking of putting someone in the trunk of a car, why do elephants have trunks? Ooh, I don't know. Why do elephants have trunks? Because they don't have any pockets to put things in. Oh. <laughs> oh. You didn't like that one? Yeah. And there's... <laughs> took me a second, but More I proof it. that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So how many people do you know that have COVID right now? Like tons? I, I think just about everybody I know. I know, right? <laughs> Like, what's happening? I know. And I knew we, we would see this, uh, and, and Dr. Spites told us about this, about the whole Omicron thing and, and how pretty much most people are going to get it at some point. Mm-hmm. But, like, literally, I'll hear from people, hey, we, we had COVID over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hey, my family, like our neighbors, they have it right now. And you're like, golly. I know. So Leslie had it right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was sure I had it, um, but I tested negative. And then so on Friday, Kai's not feeling his best. So we reach out and we take Kai to the doctor and we go see Dr. Spites, who, by the way, tremendous, Mm -hmm. like tremendous. Um, Because he listened to every word Kai was. I mean, it was just awesome. Just wanted to hug him. But I thought that would be weird if I hugged him. Like, can you just hug people? I think you can, but maybe based on the pandemic, yeah. maybe that's just being frowned upon. But I, I know that I'm sure he would have would have loved an embrace from you, Brandon. I think he would have, too. Mm-hmm. So we get to the doctor, and Kai's like, I'm not doing a COVID test. I'm not going to do it, Dad, because he's sick, and he's angry that he's sick. 
right? You know how that happens. I, I do. Like all of a sudden you're in a bad mood because you don't feel your best. You can't do what you're used to doing. And he knew he didn't want that test because he's seen his mother get it. He's seen me get the test and he wasn't going to do it. Because then once he saw the test early on in the pandemic, like most of us did, we watched the videos, mm-hmm. like the early tests. <laughs> and you see people who are shrieking as this thing and they're telling you it's going to their brain and all this stuff. Yeah. So we get to the doctor and he's, he's, he's argued the whole way there that he's not going to do the COVID test. And we get there because in my head, I'm like, I bet they test him, but I don't want to tell him. As soon as we get there, the nurse is here. Have a seat right here. Uh, we're going to swab you real quick, and then the doctor's going to be in. And Kai said, what? Mm-mm. You're going to what? And again, he's 12. And they're like, well, we're going to test you for COVID. And all of a sudden. What did he do? His eyes got as big as saucers. It's almost like you're in one of those cartoons. Like it's the Roadrunner cartoon. Uh-huh. You know? And like his eyes got that big, and they put the little finger thing on the pulse ox. And like his his oxygen was good. It was like 99. But his his heart rate, you could see it steadily increasing. It got to like 130. So when all of this was happening, my next question would be, how was your wife handling this? Oh, she had a hat on and her mask on. And you could barely see her eyes because it's like she pulled the hat down and the mask up. Because she's going, oh my gosh. And then as the same thing that happened to me, because this is an intimidating thing. And, you know, you see them open the packaging and you see this swab in their hand. And then all of a sudden, she's like, let's do this one first. And she did, I think she did the one that goes fur, the furthest first. That way, your point of reference is, okay, that is it, is it going to be worse than that? And it's not, right? Okay. Which is kind of smart. Um, but all of a sudden, he starts to giggle. The same thing I kind of did, because it's not nearly as bad as you as you think it is. And it starts to kind of tickle your sinuses. Did you have to hold his hands down or like, hold, like did you have to do yeah. anything? Okay. First one, we're holding hands. Yeah. He actually wanted me to be up there and like side by side. And I'm like, that's a little too close while you're getting your nose checked. And the way they do the test, because he had the what they call the rapid, the PCR, which is the one they mail off. And they wanted to test him for flu as well. Right, yeah. So literally, each one of the tests has to go in each nostril. He had his nose, the whole test, six different times. Aw, what a trooper. Yeah. So we don't have the, the full results. He came back negative on the rapid test. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the PCR comes back negative. Because we hear with Omicron, a lot of times, uh, you know, or sometimes the rapids come back with a false negative. But we'll see what happens. He's convinced he has COVID because at one point he thought he lost his taste and smell. Really? Yeah. And then he was walking around trying to taste things and <laughs> smell things. Yeah. Have you tried that? I, I Well, yeah, because I don't think I've had it. Uh, so like, yeah, but I'm, I've been waiting on that too. Like, wait a minute. I don't feel very good. Well, yes. Can I smell I this ha- candle? Yes, exactly. Can I taste this food? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to tell him, hey, Kai, sometimes that can just be sinuses that cause you to lose some of those senses. Right. Yeah. But he was a trooper. That's good. And I was proud of him. Also, big thanks to Dr. Spites. I, I posted a photo with him. He did a really fantastic job. Mm-hmm. So anyway, shout out to Dr. Spites this morning as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, January the 10th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Paula Hall Houghton from Wynn, 
who celebrates today. Happy birthday, Paula. Big supporter of the show, always interacts with us on social media as well. So a special happy birthday to Paula, who celebrates today. Also celebrating Philip House of Jonesboro, Mavis Smith of Paragould has a birthday. Rochelle Davis in Hot Springs. Abram Osborne, who's from Newark, is 16 today. Brent Johnson of Harrisburg. Beverly Duff in Corning. Stoney Bryant of Kenna, Missouri has a birthday. We have the uh, chief, Kevin Miller of the Jonesboro Fire Department, celebrating his birthday today. So happy birthday to the chief. And Scott Small of Smithville celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Chris Smith, who is 43, also known as Daddy Mac, a.k.a. Chris Cross. Oh, yeah. My go-to karaoke song. No. No. Yeah. All right. Keep going if you know it. All right. There's your TikTok right yeah, there. Yeah. Can we work on that? Sure. Happy birthday to Chris Smith, who is Daddy Mac and Crisscross 43. Happy birthday to Brent Smith, who is 44 from Shine Down. What's the name of the band? Shine Down. Shine Down. Brent Smith, Shine Down. Let's do the hook one more time. You ready, Kelly? You know who's a big fan of Shine Down? Somebody you wouldn't expect in country? Carrie Underwood, huge fan of Shine Down. Brent Smith of Shine Down, or as Kelly would say, Shine Down. <laughs> you know who else likes them? Steven Tyler. <laughs> Steven Tyler of Arrow Smith. <laughs> Brent okay. Smith, Shine Down, celebrates today. Happy birthday to Brad Roberts, who is 58, the lead singer and guitarist oh. of the Crash Test Dummy. Porsche, yeah, this you one. know I like this song. Here we go. Uh, we're teaching kids this song this year. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and couldn't go to school. But when he finally came back, his hair 
had turned from black into bright white. Yeah, how about that? He said that it was from when the cousin smashed so hard. Brad Roberts. Crash Test Dummies. 58 years old today. Happy birthday today to Sean Colvin, who is 66. You may remember her from this song. Sunny game home with a mission. John Colvin, 66 today. Happy 69th birthday to Pat Benatar. Ooh. Awesome rock, y'all. Minotaur's birthday today. Come on now. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Pat Minotaur, 69 today. Happy birthday today to George Foreman, who is 73. Of course, he's famous for the George Foreman grill, right? And also boxing, by the way. Did you know he boxed? I did not know that. Yeah, he did. George Foreman. And happy birthday today to Rod Stewart, who is 77. This is a good one. How is he 77? Just Brad Bobo's favorite? Yes. I thought so. And may you never love in vain. And in my heart you will remain forever young. Happy birthday to Rod Stewart. That's good stuff right there. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Rod Stewart, who turns 77 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Doing it big on a Monday morning. It's January the 10th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Morgan Wallet. So Kelly, it was a big weekend for Morgan Wallet and his buddy Ernest. So if you've seen Morgan Wallen in concert, the opening act is Ernest, who's a songwriter from Nashville. And uh, over the weekend, Ernest had the chance to make his debut at the Grand Ole Opry which is a huge deal for a country star to have the chance to go and play the Opry, right? So Ernest was there, and it was only fitting that he brought Morgan Wallen with him, and they got to perform together. Now, before we get into uh, the song they did together on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry, I wanted to run through some of the hits that you know written by Ernest, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Some of the songs you might know that were written by Ernest include this one. I love you more than a California sunset. More than and this one. Hero Kane Brown's One Mississippi. He was also a writer on Old Town Road. And Sam Hunt's Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s. So, obviously, he's Ernest has done really well writing music, but what's it going to be like when he gets up on the stage at the Opry? Magic, here comes Morgan Wallen, and they perform their new song together, which is a big song. It's called Flower Shops. If you haven't heard it, this is what it sounds like. Mr. Morgan Wallen, his big return to the Grand Ole Opry, comes here with Hardy and, of course, uh, I'm sorry, with Ernest. And Ernest has shared a lot of the different stuff, the photos and the behind the scenes stuff on his social media. If you want to check it out today, it's right there. We have country music news today on Miranda Lambert. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. So Miranda announced that she's heading back out on tour and she's picking up where she left off in 2018. Yeah. The bandwagon tour is back with Miranda and Little Big Town. So you take me down. Take me down. So Miranda describes this as one of the most fun tours she's ever done, and it kicks off in May and goes through June. Now, here's the important dates for us, y'all. Miranda Lambert, okay. Little Big Town, 2022 bandwagon tour dates. So she's going to be in Franklin, Tennessee, April 28th. But the date that we need to know, May 8th, Rogers, Arkansas, she'll be at the Walmart Amp. Uh, the Cadillac 3 are going to be the opening act, followed by Miranda and Little Big Town. So the tickets for the bandwagon tour go on sale this Friday January 14th through Live Nation, but it's Miranda, Little Big Town, coming to the natural state, May 8th. There you go. That's going to be a fun show. All right, country music news today on Walker Hayes. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a day night. Got to Street State with the Oreo shake. There's some whipped cream on the top, too. Walker Hayes has given us another new song, and it's kind of a throwback to the days where you're upset. And you go to the bar and you're hearing the drinking songs and, you know, you're trying to uh, drink away the pain. The song is called Drinking Songs, New Stuff from Walker Hayes. Here's a sneak peek. called Drinking Songs, new stuff from Walker Hayes, and you can check it out on YouTube this morning. Just search Walker Hayes. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is January the 10th, and today in pop culture in 1956, Elvis Presley went into the recording studio and came out with this. Well, this 
baby left me Well, I found a new place to dwell Well, it's down at the end of a lonely street That heartbreak hotel I'll make you so lonely, baby Well, I'm so lonely Today in pop culture in 1984, Wendy's put out a commercial that was very popular featuring a lady named Clara Peller. If you remember the commercial campaign, Kelly, go ahead. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? It was the commercial campaign of the decade, it seems like. Me and my brother loved that commercial so much. Yeah, one more time, Clara Peller, please. Where's the beef? Today in pop culture in 1989, Metallica put out this one. I can't remember anything. Can't tell if this is true or dream. Deep down inside, I'm feeling the stream. This terrible silence stops in there. Now that the war is through with me. Now, do you see why I was scared of Metallica? Up, I yes. That there's not much left in me. 89. I think Kelly's scared of that song still, like right now. I am. Uh, today in pop culture, in the year 2000, Melissa Etheridge revealed to Rolling Stone that the father of her child was David Crosby. That was a pretty big moment. remember this being like a headline in magazine covers and everything. So that was 22 years ago today. Yes, Melissa Melissa Etheridge in 2000. Today in pop culture in 2009, Taylor Swift was on SNL and she did this. Live from the performance on SNL. Uh, today in pop culture in the year 2009, Fergie Ferg. She got married to Josh Dumel. They were married for eight years. That was a big hit. This was a big hit. And probably my favorite Fergie song was this one.
Today is January the 10th, and that is today in pop culture. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. He's back in the studio this morning. He is Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate, back with some Monday morning motivation. Eric, how are you this morning? What's up? How are you guys? Man, we're sitting here just ready to go. Caffeinated, ready for Monday, I think. (laughs) Ready to go, fired up. So you're 10 days in, right? Yeah. So pretty easy to check the temperature, right? You don't have to look back very far. Uh, What are you going to say? Have I lived up to all of my resolutions? Well, you know how I feel about resolutions, right? I'm going to set myself up to fail and be disappointed (laughs) in myself? No, I mean, I'm I'm not going to go exactly down that road. But, you know, of course, you can Google this today and say, you know, what's the percentage of resolutions that don't get anywhere? But yeah. You know, so you go, why? What's the deal? And that's why, as we talked about last last week, was sort of name your year, you know, so that and and put it in several places so you see it. It reminds you, you know, of it. And if if you read the book, you know, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, um, you know, there the whole mindset behind that and several other books uh, that have that have been written because of that book is literally you you write down those things, your goals, your dreams, your ambitions. Uh, and you, you study those every morning, you know, when you get up and you study those every night before you go to bed. I mean, if you've yeah. got to keep that kind of stuff in front of you on a very regular basis for it to sink in. Uh, so and it's actually, wow, we've been doing vision boards now for several years. And this this vision board I'm, I've been working on for probably about three weeks now. It's really the toughest one I've ever done. Why is it? Why would it get tougher as time goes on? Because it seems like you have everything under control. That's accurate, but I've I've been so cautious and careful about what I put on it because every vision board I've ever done, whatever I put on there, has came to pass. Okay. Yeah. So you know now I'm being you know it, it, when you do, when you do your first one you're just slapping stuff up there like that'd be nice that would be cool this would be fun mm-hmm. that would you know if we could hit this target or hit this goal or do this or serve this many families whatever it is you know you sort of throw it up there and then you know your subconscious goes to work you know and so as I look at my current vision board and I can like just go through and put a, a check mark on everything like. I mean, it's like, wow, you know, this stuff, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, has come has come through. So now I'm, I'm really trying to hone in on what do I want to put on here and where do we sure. want to go and who do we want to do it with and how much of it do we want to do and sure. and everything. So it's so it's been real interesting. So I say that to say this, you know, you're 10 days in. Most of you are probably doing super. Most of you are probably on your A game. You've gotten up in the morning. You've done this. You've done that. You follow through. Uh, but be, but be very cautious and careful. And what you don't want to do is lose your mo. You know. And of course, you know your mo. Of course, stands for your momentum. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so don't lose that momentum. And if maybe you missed a step or maybe something happened here, something happened there, you know, think about it. What do you have to do to stay on track? What do you have to do to, to keep everything going? Um, and we talked about this um, probably first of December. You know, do you have a coach? Right. You know, and it, it doesn't have to be a physical coach. It doesn't have to be that person you pay a hundred dollars an hour and, and you know, those kind of things. But, but what do you have that's holding you accountable? Account, right. a, an accountability partner, an app on your phone, a, you know, there's all kind of systems out there that, that will help you and encourage you and motivate you, 
uh, you know, just to stay focused, stay on track and everything. So if for some reason you slip, as I know, most of you are doing great, but if, if, if for any reason you've, you slipped, you've, you hadn't hit everything that you wanted to hit in these first 10 days, you know, today's a new day. Yep. Uh, so look for that accountability partner, look for that accountability, uh, program, whatever it may be to help you keep going and help you get focused. So, so, oh, Eric, I've already dropped the ball. I didn't make it to the gym this today, or I didn't, you know, I didn't treat my wife like I've promised I would treat, or I didn't take, you know, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Guys, you're 10 days in. Don't give up the year for something that's happened in the first 10 days. There's still plenty of time to get back on the horse and take off again. And, you know, people have asked me the questions, what's the difference in the successful people that are just uber successful and the people that aren't just mediocre, may, you know, just, just sort of get through the day. And I go, the successful people, as soon as, once they get kicked in the teeth, because they get kicked in the teeth, just like everybody else right they they get that slap they get that punch they get you know something hits them that they just weren't ready for or prepared for but they are so quick to get right back on that horse and get going again right. you know compared to the person that got kicked in the teeth and then they waller in that for 30 days 60 days 90 days you know and all of a sudden that turns into six months or a year or five years and you look around and you go you know what happened to the last five years or 10 years or but so it's literally how quick you know okay you stumbled you you, you stubbed your toe screw yesterday what can you do today sure Today is a new day. Today you keep pressing on. And that may be the name of your year. You know, no matter what happens today, I'm going to be better tomorrow. Yep. Uh, and always give yourself that that second opportunity. Because uh, like I said, we're all going to let ourselves down. We're all going to lie to ourselves on a daily basis. Uh, so make sure somebody else is out there to help you, encourage you, motivate you, and uh, hold you accountable moving forward. Great advice from Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate, who's here today with your Monday morning motivation Brandon Baxter in the morning all right so the big thing on social media right now is uh the 10-year challenge yeah like you know let's post a picture from 2012 and let's post a picture from today and let's see how that looks let's take a look at Kelly's for example we have a picture of Kelly here hugging her child this is 12 years ago so Kurt would have been seven he would have been nine what I said. He would have been nine. <laughs> Your hair was pretty long in this picture. That's the longest my hair has ever been in my life. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I don't think I've, I remember it ever being that length. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a picture of now where you're awkwardly forcing your son to hug you in public, if you will. <laughs> what's funny about these pictures, uh, if you've known or bigger, been around Kurt, he's not a hugger. Like, yeah. the last thing he wants to do is have somebody touch him. He's like, "What? no, I don't want to hug. So, like, I, since he was born, I've had to, like, force him to hug me. He just yeah. doesn't like it. And so in both of the pictures, that's something that has not changed, is he still does not like to be hugged. Yeah, you can tell that he <laughs> is not enjoying either hug, right. the age of nine uh-huh. or the age of 19, or almost 19, not enjoying that very much. Um, what are you thinking when you go back? Because I see your hashtags. It was a 10-year challenge, mm-hmm. which, I mean, we look back at those years anyway, but at the same point, it's a Senior Sunday post, yeah. and it's like... I know that's got to be like a double win. It's an extremely emotional time because right now a lot a lot of what people are doing is they're doing the senior Sunday posts and um, 
it's basically you do one of these posts every Sunday until your your child graduates high school. Um, and so I've been doing that and um, looking at this. So that the first one I posted, I'm you know it's 2012. Kurt was nine, and in that picture, um, that's when I was teaching and coaching uh, elementary PE in Jonesboro. And then now. All of a sudden, he's 19, he's graduating high school, and I'm on the radio. Yeah, a lot can change in 10 years. I think that's what you realize. And I think going through this, you know, we've heard our whole life when our kids are born, um, take it all in, it goes so fast, and we kind of nonchalantly will roll our eyes and like, okay, you have no idea what I'm going through. I just, you know, there's all this stuff that goes on, you know, the hardness of being a parent, Um, but... Man, it does, y'all. Like I woke up. He's graduating this year. It he's grown. Yeah, and then what? It's like wow. Yeah, and so just seeing some of those those posts of people um, you know, that it's just a couple of people and then all of a sudden you see their family in the next ten years yeah. they have like three kids. Yeah. It's so cool to see how people grow and uh also it's it's an emotional thing to watch your child grow up and going back through all those pictures um of when he was born to now it's nineteen years worth of pictures. Yeah. It's tough. It's and really tough. You probably have memories from each moment when you see that picture. Oh, I remember what that felt like in that moment. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And, and Kai's not anywhere, you know, near that age. He's 12, but we still go back and we look at those photos. And you even posted one the other day of like, we didn't remember you even coming in before you, we did the show together. Like you were a guest one day when I was um, on the pop station. And there's a picture of you and Kai when he was just little. And you're like, oh my gosh, that time. Because we do get caught up in the moments and, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to go forever and this this is tough and this is hard and this is difficult. And then, like, before you have a kid, like, and I, I remember when we had Kai and all of a sudden life flips completely, we started going, what did we do before him? And you don't remember, do you? No. And then, so I can't imagine once you've gone through all that time and, like, then your kid's out and then, like, what do you do after the kid? It's a very helpless feeling. It's a very helpless feeling to be like, you know, you're excited for your child. You're like, okay, hopefully I've I've taught them everything they need to know to go out into the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fingers crossed, but yeah. They're still yeah. your baby though. Yeah, definitely. No matter no matter how old they are, mm-hmm. they're still gonna be your baby. But that picture's up if you want to go and check it out. Kelly has it on her social media. On Instagram you can find me Kelly Perry on the radio and on Facebook just search Kelly Brooke Perry. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know Starbucks goes through an estimated six billion coffee cups per year? My goodness. <laughs> billion. Do you, do you remember when we used to always stop by a Starbucks no matter where we were traveling and there would always be early in the morning the big milk delivery? And you're like, how much milk do they go through a day? A lot. It's a ton of milk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, they're busy. Did you know George Lucas only directed two movies in his career that aren't Star Wars films? Okay. THX 1138 and American Graffiti. Everything else, Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. Not a bad gig to have. I know. And did you know the CEO of the company that owns Tinder, Match.com, and OkCupid says he's never been on an online dating site? Really? Yeah. How about that? I know. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so how are your New Year's resolutions? You doing okay with that? Oh, killing them. Yeah, I think the deal is, I think we all get to start maybe in February because <laughs> like half the people I know are sick right now. Yeah, I know. Like, you can't do a good job with your resolutions when you don't feel good. Yeah, I know. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt really, like, basically the whole year I was trying to figure it out. I got sick. 
like on the 30th of December. I'm still not all the way well. Yeah. Like I'm a lot better than I was last Monday. Or was it? Yeah. Whenever it was. Yeah. But I still don't feel my best. Uh-huh. Like I'm still doing all the congestion and coughing. And, and if you have resolutions to eat better or what if you can't taste your food? Yeah. You know? Or, or yeah. Like who wants to eat healthy whenever you don't feel your best? Right. <laughs> and like for me, like if I know I'm not going to get to work out, I'm just going to eat whatever. Yeah. Why so, wouldn't you? It's been wide open. Like, oh, all these, these dips and cheese dips and sauces uh-huh. and jalapeno fiesta dips. Yep. All kinds of stuff. Making chili. You know, mm, that's yeah. what happens. Uh, so maybe your resolutions are not exactly the best. I vow that we all resolve to work on resolutions starting in February. Or just don't make one and then you won't have any to break. Or January of next year, I guess <laughs> is one way we could look at it. Uh, there's also people who still have, uh, have their uh, Christmas decorations up. They say about almost 40% of people still have all of their decorations up. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I don't. No, Leslie was really weird about it this year because typically ours are up until after the first of the year. Like, you know, we do New Year's Eve and there's still a tree. And I guess because she put ours up in March of last year, she was tired of it. <laughs> March. <laughs> no, I think it might have been more like Halloween time. Yeah, but it went up and we all of a sudden, we've accumulated so much stuff. Yeah, I have a friend that she put all of her Christmas stuff up, like her stockings, all that kind of stuff, um, except she has her her trees up so she had like three trees in her houses oh. and she was like kelly i it's just depressing to take everything down so she's like maybe i'll just tra- take one tree down a month so she can kind of draw it out oh my gosh yeah. and she she lives in a nice house and when you drive by you still see no the christmas no. tree that it a hundred percent is she lighting it up to uh yes surely light. she's not lighting it up. there's lights on it still but she's like i can't just do it all together it's depressing it makes me happy when i come into the living room and there's a a glorious tree and i'm like mm, okay yeah a plastic tree with some <laughs> cheap lights on it makes you so happy you never know i get it though some people about 40 percent of people haven't taken down their christmas decorations. so if you're a part of that crew don't feel so bad about it because other people are doing the same thing they say people in the south are more likely to leave up their decorations, too. Go figure. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there's a trend on TikTok this morning that's kind of a big deal, and it's something um, I didn't even realize you could do this, but people are peeling an egg. Uh, okay. Like, not, an, not a hard-boiled egg, which is difficult enough to yeah. peel anyway, but they're peeling a raw egg. Uh, and, like, some people actually can get it to work. So evidently, like, on the inside of the egg, there's this membrane, right? Yeah. That inside the membrane, the the egg yolk is in there and all that different stuff. And there's a way that you can gently crack the egg and begin to peel the shell away while keeping the membrane intact while the the whole egg is raw. So that little, the little sack with the yolk in it, that little, and it's, it's very thin, like really thin. Yeah. But somehow people are doing it. And they say that actually doctors and dentists sometimes do this in school as a way to practice like their their uh, hand eye coordination yeah. and to be super delicate, uh, but the way that people are using this, they use either tweezers or those little cuticle pushers. Yep, and they kind of make a little tiny dent and then start to peel it away. Now, most people on TikTok aren't able to do it, but there are a few on there that can. So you might want to check it out for yourself. It is the raw egg challenge on TikTok. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we detail why you really don't want silence in your life. (laughs) Even though we say, I wish it was quiet. I wish for silence. We had silence for about 
two or two and a half hours, and it's brutal. <laughs> we talk about that. Also, uh, Kai went to the doctor and got surprised by COVID tests, which all 12-year-olds love a COVID <laughs> test. Uh, Kelly got super emotional talking about her son. Uh, not only is it a 10-year challenge, also we celebrated Senior Sunday. So yeah, tough. Uh, we go through all that on the podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Bachelor is on. Hillary Duff guest stars on the first group date, and Amanda Jordan is going to perform. Jimmy Fallon's new show, That's My Jam, is on tonight. Tonight's schedule also includes 911 Lone Star, The Cleaning Lady, and Ordinary Joe. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.